the world we are living right now is going through a lot of ups and downs and it feels like a roller coaster changes are rapid and times like this we need to talk to or listen to people who are composed and calm because that gives us better clarity of what we are and where we are actually heading in reality and today i got my friend shikil vyas in my podcast and we spoke about writing personal branding and a lot of stuff this is anirudh talk of thought we'll start right about hello shikil thanks for being here hi hi anirudh thank you thank you so much for having me here yeah dude you know i got introduced to your instagram page vyas speaks like two or three days ago and when i was mm-hmm. reading through all the posts that you all the posts you posted and i, I went to your website and then i understood one thing called how can you write so simple and you know so efficiently that a person feel warmth and i wanted to you know i thought that okay this person is writing right now but you did not become an overnight uh, great writer right it takes time so i was thinking why don't we start this journey from your early age yeah that that, that sounds perfect yeah we can do that so uh, i still don't think i'm much of a good writer because it depends on your perspective where you look at like if someone if a reader is looking at me he will say no he writes okay stuff but if i look at someone i'll be looking at people who are at much higher level than me and then i'll be like okay this is the level where i need to go and i need to improve on so many different aspects so i think it's also a humbling thing that you can do to always keep your perspective in a way that you don't get uh, over confident of your abilities because there's there will always be someone who will write better than you who will be able to uh, portray a point in a better way than you i'm talking in terms of writing so that yeah. makes you humble talking uh, about the starting so uh, ever since i was a small kid i guess in fourth or fifth class itself i was interested in uh, english not specifically in writing but i remember english used to be my favorite subject english and science actually uh, these two were my favorite subjects and uh, i remember uh, so uh, yeah, what but used to happen is uh, we get those monsoon holidays for a month or two okay yeah. so du- during those holi- holidays uh our teachers used to give us ho- homework i think uh, many people would relate that everyone gets uh, holidays homework yeah yeah sure i remember uh, stacks of homework given to us every monsoon every 10 yeah. days holidays yes so that was always a big task uh, to uh, do all that but one thing that i used to enjoy a lot was doing the english homework the reason was uh, because in as part of the english homework we were used to ask uh, right essays or maybe uh, short essays or stories kind of stuff and that is something that i really enjoyed and when i even submitted those uh, essays or short stories uh, uh, my teachers used to praise that and i think that gave me a bit of encouragement at the initial stages that okay you can write a little bit so that was the, i think the beginning of it and as i said i was interested in science and english only so uh, i was more focused on science and then i decided to pursue a career in science because as it is with uh, most of the middle class families you either do uh, uh, engineering or you get into the medical stream yeah so yeah i got into btech biotechnology uh, because i had that interest in medical science biology especially and then i did my graduation uh, and after that i actually uh, got into research so i was working at a government research laboratory in uh, delhi ncr 
so there was working uh, on a project but after working for 9 10 months i realized that this is something that i don't uh, see my long term future in oh what was the research about i was working uh, on a condition called sepsis so a lot of uh, infant babies they suffer from uh, bacterial infection called sepsis and it leads to a lot of uh, uh, a large number of mortality uh, in hospitals itself so we were working on trying to uh, find a way where we can uh, recognize this disease as an at, at an early condition but the biggest problem with sepsis is by the time doctors realize that this kid is suffering from sepsis this infant baby is suffering from sepsis it it is usually too late and that is the biggest reason of highest uh, death rates in infants so we were trying to find a way to how to reduce that testing time so that if it can be tested in a quicker way we'll be able to give the treatment to kids in a, a, a quicker way and that was the basically the whole project was all about okay. but then there were many different things that came into play and then i figured that maybe research is not the best thing for me and then i got uh, luckily i got an opportunity in a publishing house as a copy editor so that's when i entered into content uh, professionally i'm saying professionally mm-hmm. so by that time i had started my blog also via speaks but i used to like put a, a blog post in a month or so so it was very uh, in between and not regular and then i got into it professionally then uh, now it's been more than 3 years now that i have been doing this professionally and along with uh, doing professional content writing I also uh, do this uh, via speaks where I write short stories. I have only recently started short stories, but I used to write a lot of self-help essays around the themes of happiness, contentment, about living a simpler life. Quotes. I put a lot of quotes, and so that's the that's uh, the that's how my journey has been. Wow! But uh, you know, most of us like you know this age is some way that you always seek for. Uh, earthly pleasures and you want to be have a rich lifestyle fame and all these things and uh, you your way of approach is you know be happy be simple be you know self sufficient how, how yes how did it change? like you know like because major portion of people are completely ambitious you know working day and night hustle culture and all and uh, you are here you know whenever i read your post too it gives a calmness and you know a little warmth how do you how like why is your personality so different like i think uh, that's a big compliment that you're saying that my writing is able to give that kind of effect yeah. but uh, i think this is the same kind of experience that i had when i read some other authors so uh, i think it's their influence that actually changed somewhat about my personality also so there's this guy called john p wise so he's an uh, he's a famous blogger on medium he has like uh millions of subscribers and all that stuff so it was his articles that actually started uh, doing this thing for me like whenever i read his articles i get a i used to get a view like uh we are over complicating our lives with lot of materialistic things and uh, the main uh, crux of his content was how uh, uh, happiness is in the little moments of life it it doesn't have to be complicated Uh, and that uh, the influence that that guy had on me that i try to give the same kind of influence in my writing only so i i'll, I'll give an example uh, mm. uh it's uh, like uh, 
if you own a very expensive car like for example if you own a ferrari or anything uh, at every point of time uh, even though you'll enjoy it but you'll be worried about whether someone will scratch it or uh. whether i might get it damaged or med- uh, whether people will be jealous of me you know stuff like that so yeah. at the back of your mind you'll be worried should i take it out to the market what if someone uh, damages it or what if anything like that Uh, compare that if you have a very simple bicycle or a simple bike you won't be worried about whether uh, i would someone damage it or anything you will be just using it for the sake of transportation so you'll just using it your main would be focus would be that i need to get from this place to this place and i don't care if the uh, if that uh, bike damages or anything like that that thought won't be in your mind so the less stuff you own actually that frees you more the more uh, it's it's i'm not trying to put uh, money uh, on from that perspective but as i say uh, the more money you have the more problems you have in a sense that uh, you'll be uh, whenever you will if you look at people who are at the higher positions who are earning millions and millions of rupees they are also worrying about lot of fame that comes with it lot of attention that comes with it with yeah, that all true. that money lot of taxes they need to take care of consider and uh, compare that guy to a monk i think i appreciate monks so much because of how simple lives they live but at the end of the day how they are able to find their happiness in the most simple of things they just sit at a place they live a very simple lifestyle but they still ment- they are still like mentally at peace and they enjoy their life so i think that is something we all can learn from yeah, months. we don't the, have to yeah, yeah go so ahead. what i feel you know what i think is you know from my observation we are conditioned in a way like how can a person can be conditioned from the parents or the movies they watch or the friends right, they right. go with and right. we are conditioned in a way like even though you see movies right it will be like there will be a rich hero coming in mm. and uh, all the choices like money gives you more choices like you know there would not be like if you want to experience anything if you want to go uh, go to america watch a movie, like you know go to all over world trip what you require a tool called money so right. and the reason that happens is because you're conditioned in a certain way you know we are mm. conditioned to be great and that greatness we measure to the parameters of money and with the position that we own yes and that is uh, something that money is important money is important because it can solve a lot of monetary problems it's not that you should start hating money but you should not be blinded by money for example uh, it's another good example would be of celebrities so they uh, work so hard to get to a status where they are famous and everything but once they are famous they are afraid to even go out in public they can't they can't enjoy their regular life they can't just go out to a street vendor and eat golgappas they can't do that and these are very simple things that actually make your life enjoyable very little moments it's the little moments that actually make life big so i think uh, rather than chasing money you should chase some money is important but it should come as a by product of what you do in life yeah that's so true so if you if you do something that you love to enjoy so you can get to a decent amount you can get a decent amount of money and you can also uh, avoid being too famous because fame has its own uh, problem so instead of blindly chasing just fame you need to see what is something that i love doing what is something that i want to enjoy and what is something that also helped me give a decent amount of money that i can sustain myself but we forget is that most of us we forget that uh, we need much less than we think we do so it's not like everyone needs a ferrari everyone needs a big mansion we can yeah. do very well with uh, uh, least amount of money also and then actually 
use that uh, uh, as for better experiences or stuff like that uh, yeah that, that that's completely true i agree with you and the thing is uh, shikhil we we lose you know in this uh, journey of getting more money the thing is i'm talking about those who doesn't go towards a passion or a goal but instead their only aim is to earn money they end up you know getting burned out and they are yes, those people exactly. who, who require more self you know uh, self exactly. help uh, self help and they should have a they, they get to self hate rate mm. they think that they are not mm. capable enough Mm, right as as i think i'll i i like quote so much i like to quote jim carrey has his is a very famous quote where he says yeah. i wish everyone gets rich and famous so they could realize that this is not the answer so that's the thing that people who has who have acquired money and fame they realize that money is not the answer it is very important but it is not the answer to all your life problems or anything like that 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 that's completely true dude and uh, i feel that when you read a lot of philosophy right like you know yes, philosophy yes. and at this time you kind of start thinking because i feel uh, as a philosophy if you take it as a subject right every time it changes like so, uh, like there is someone who is going to oppose what you are going to tell but hmm. what i like about philosophy is i like the process of thinking like mm, uh, you, yeah like you think like you, the, the philosophy doesn't mean you read a person like if you quote mm-hmm. and rand if you quote socrates doesn't make that mm-hmm, since mm-hmm. they told it it's a judgment no it it makes you tell that you have to think like them like thinking process you start mm-hmm. questioning i feel that philosophy teaches us yes yes i completely agree uh, as they say uh, i think the stimulation of the mind is the best kind of stimulation out there rather than chasing uh, pleasures like maybe too much of porn too much of gaming or stuff like that if a person can just sit down with himself and think i think the kind of pleasure that he'll derive from the just the simple process of thinking he will realize that this is one of the greatest pleasures in life and which is very easy to achieve also so philosophy actually helps us achieve that kind of pleasure it helps us stimulate our mind and also helps cultivate our mind which eventually helps helps us in the long run Oh. So yeah, you're very, very true. Yeah. So, did you read any philosophy books, or you know, do you like any spe- specific author that you were really inspired with? Okay, so I have to admit that I'm not much into books. I read books, but my book reading pace is much low. But I do read a lot of online content, which includes a lot of online blogs. So I follow many authors. Like there's this guy, this I said, John P. Wise. Hmm. He's one of my all-time favorite authors. So he writes a lot of blogs, but his blogs are very warm and they give you very uh, positive kind of feeling they inspire you to uh, uh, have a better life in the simple kind of way then there's this james clear i read a lot of his articles yeah, also he wrote atomic uh, habits atomic right? habits yes which yeah. recently sold 2 million copies worldwide then mark menson he's like the superstar of writers i have i once wrote a twitter thread called mm-hmm. uh, mark menson is actually the superstar of writers because in writing you don't get that kind of fame but mark menson is a guy who has actually Uh, superseded all that expectations he's like superstar in in the writing world only oh. then there's this guy nick bignal i like to read him a lot there's this guy uh darius faru he's also very good so i read a lot of these guys who are oh. online bloggers oh actually you know what i also got into blogging like uh there is this person called naval ravikant no naval is an amazing amazing mind yeah, yeah, yeah. naval ravikant and he has a podcast with joe rogan okay like at that time he says that you know the right now our attention span is getting uh, you know uh, so less 
a person can't uh, hook up on some content for a longer time mm-hmm. and uh, blogs or tweet tweet twitter is like those places where uh, instead of grasping the whole thing you will get a snippet in that mm-hmm. snippet if you like and if you want to know more you can go read the whole thing or mm-hmm. else just read that and you will get all the knowledge that you want and after i saw that i tried to you know there is some blog called asphalt Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I started reading that. I I I logged into Medium, started reading content. Mm. At that time, I realized like if there is some topic that I really like, like uh, there was this uh, top. Do you know about this thing called existentialism? Existentialism? No, I don't think so. Yeah, so existentialism is a philosophy where mm-hmm. I'm not sure uh, like exactly, but yeah, it says about you know they're not. Uh, it's not necessary to have a mean. You're just giving oh. it. Yes, existentialism. It's called yeah. nihilism, right? Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Which believes that there's no meaning to life. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think yeah. everyone who is into philosophy actually encounters this one day or the other. That why? What is the meaning of life? Why am I doing this? Yeah. I think that's a very uh, philosophical question to wonder. Yeah. So, what did you uh, figure out from it? Like, yeah, do you yeah. think there is any meaning to life? Yeah, yeah. So, this is what I'm going to tell you. This oh, happened sorry. that I, I read him. I read mm-hmm. the nihilism, and then I read this book of Victor Franklin called uh, "A Man's Man Search, Search for, for Meaning." meaning. <laughs> then I was like, "Dude, I have two two things. It's like a paradox. Both have." Mm-hmm. And then I kind of realized, okay, does it have meaning or does it doesn't have meaning? And at that time, I I guess this is the biggest connect to the dot. I think. I did in my life, and then mm. I I saw this uh, acknowledgement speech of Jim Carrey mm. in some Maharishi University. In mm-hmm. that, he says a line. I don't quote. I don't remember the whole line, but he says that you can have your own way or tool uh, that you want to go through. Like he says that you know, life doesn't happen to you; it happens for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure it, uh, it it is right, but I feel thinking this way, I would at least take rational choices, and I can be happy. Mm-hmm. So I also thought that yeah, like uh, both the people, like you, if you look at the author, a philosopher, the way he writes down a piece, it's based on his life own journey. Like mm-hmm. Albert Camus has went through some suffering. At that time, he might have felt that you know to write this whole point called there is no not actual meaning, and we are trying mm-hmm. to give meaning. But yeah. this Victor Franklin took it in another way because he is already into this uh, psychology, so he got into the logotherapy. Mm. So I feel that uh, when you give some meaning to the suffering, when you give some meaning, right, it gets worthy. Or else, yeah. uh, even though you take a gold, you feel it as a stone, and you will just throw it away. Mm. So I feel giving meaning to things will just make it uh, like we should know what to give meaning and what to not give meaning also. <laughs> Yes, yes, I completely agree. I think this is a very tricky question also to think what meaning of life is. What I like to believe is, uh, as you said, that the meaning of life is what you give it meaning to. What what meaning you want to give it? That's the meaning of life. Uh, for me personally, I think uh, uh, is one thing that actually uh, can help one get uh, make a meaning of life, which is. uh service of others i think this is one thing that uh, gives life meaning when you serve others you're actually serving yourself so whenever you uh, face this dilemma of what is the meaning of life try to uh, provide value to someone try to help someone or try to be of use to someone else and in trying to help someone else you'll try you will actually figure out the meaning of your own life i think this is one thing 
that uh, is above everything else. I think as humans, if you can be of service to others, I think that's the best. If you have done that your life, I think your life is already meaningful. This is what I like to believe. Yeah, actually, you know, I, I feel that what point you told, it's exactly true. It's not because I want to agree for agreeing sake, but I have experienced it. Mm. in my own life and a person will experience it for sure like you know when you yes. do good to others it automatically comes back in a self-reflection mm. way solid yes yeah I, I i can completely go with it and you know i want to ask this question like you know this is because we are in the same industry of content creation mm. i want to ask you this question called do you think right now the content that we are getting uh there is this two things right shikil that there is a real talk and right talk Mm. Like, for example, if you listen to any motivational speaker or uh, mm. I was mm. a guy who who watches a lot of motivational videos. Mm-hmm. So I feel that they like what all the content that we take from them. It's more probably like the first tire content. Like uh, we know that stuff. Just we wanted to listen it from them. It mm. is not actually the real talk. Hmm. Like the original rawness and I feel mm-hmm. that the content industry like what are the block like mostly the blogs which are being popularized or hmm. which gets the highest status there's those are most probably those things that they just wanted us to show because it will just make us happy rather hmm. than uh, what is right for us. Yes, I think uh, a lot of criticism, the only kind of criticism that comes towards the self-help industry is that it is a kind of drug for people so they are, people are looking for validation so when they hear someone they feel like okay i'm doing something they don't actually they might not follow in the advice that one person gives but mm-hmm. just listening to a person gives them a false belief that okay i'm doing something this is in a step in a positive direction mm-hmm. and they, it makes them fulfilled that okay i'm satisfied with this they don't actually take the step and the point is uh, many self-help uh, authors uh, motivational speakers everything uh, their income actually relies on a lot of unsatisfied and unfulfilled people. Yeah. So they would be actually hurting their own business if actually people started following their advice. If everyone became satisfied with their life, everyone became happy, then who would need these motivational speakers? But I think this is a very uh, uh, dark kind of cycle also that they also rely on them for their benefit. So they want to help them, but they are not actually helping them in that sense also. Of course, there are many who are trying their best to help others also. But I think this is a dark side of the self-help also that I believe that, there is. Yeah, and the reason that I asked you is because, you know, when uh, when I looked at your blog post or when I looked at your post, right, it didn't feel like you were trying to impress someone. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I actually don't, I genuinely don't know that what you were thinking when you wrote those content. But when I read it, it didn't feel like you're trying to impress me or make me, you know, hook on the content. It's just mm-hmm. like you wrote it and it felt real. And I want to ask you, when you come to a place, like you are a professional writer right now and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you're, uh, and and you have to, there will be some point there when you want to seek validation, right? Like at least someone should like, like do you have this thing? Because when I do podcasts, right, there are some times that I feel that, oh, people should like it. Okay, how can I make it more interesting mm. or like, you know, another things because uh, the main reason this is happening is because the main motto was to make it more real mm. and and real wouldn't be perfect at all. Like real will have mistakes for sure. But there is some point in me that seeks for validation that I accept it. And mm-hmm. when you write or, you know, when you come up with posts, because I feel you're so consistent. 
I saw the consistency in your post. So, like, do you also have this angle, you know, where uh, uh, because creativity doesn't go consistently, like production-wise, right? Hmm. I think uh, what you are talking about. I think it is very important also because if you are not trying to impress other people, you might not uh, grow, yeah, or you might not produce better content. So. eventually to produce that kind of content you'll have to have that in mind okay i need to produce give better i need to uh, seek more fans for that i need to produce better content so that they like me so this is the positive side of seeking validation mm-hmm. second of all when it comes to me just like everyone i also want that uh, i wish my post get uh, more likes or more followers or more whatever that because that's i think natural human tendency to do that but so i think it's a constant struggle where you are trying to it's okay you are doing this for the process itself not for the external validation but also there's this angle that you are actually you deep inside you want that you want ki when you see other pages like okay these people are growing at such fast pace why am i not growing am i am i am also putting this kind of uh, focus on my work this kind of effort in my work why am i not growing so i think it all goes hand in hand i can't say that i'm uh, above everything this above all of this and i don't care about validation anything i do care about but i also care that uh, i also like the process and i also it's like constant battle i uh, i fight every day that's okay i need to produce good content just for the sake of it then if it if any validation comes along that's well and good if it doesn't it's okay it does not uh, i try to not let it bother me too much Okay. but as with any process every creator will feel that that okay i have put my heart and soul into it why doesn't it do good i think this is something that is human nature and will be in every person irrespective of if he is a big creator if even if you see bhuvan bam he is like biggest creator uh, yeah. out there even he wants that uh, so i saw a video of his and at the end of that video he said guys what are you doing why don't you help me reach 20 million now so something something on that line so if a biggest mm-hmm. creator like this is also when he was at 8 9 million he was saying let's help push me 10 million will will you give me 10 million something not the exact words but maybe mm-hmm. something on those lines so i think this is something that every creator wants but yeah. you need to make sure that whatever you put out is of good quality and you try to give your best to it mm. that's 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 it Th- that's true and i don't tell it's wrong because you know when you put your time yeah. energy and a lot of mind in it and you don't expect result it's it's not you know yeah. it's stupid like you will do you will do expect this is this is the real and uh, what the other one you were talking about that this is actual this is this is what happens and you don't have to uh act like a saint i'm a saint this is i'm <laughs> above all this this won't happen to me that's that's not this is real talk every creator goes through the same uh, thing and everyone has that same kind of aspiration when you performs when you prepare so well for an exam you put in so much hard work you wait uh, for the result and you want to uh, result be in uh, as proportional to the kind of work that you have put in so i think this is it's just that when it comes to creators people have different kind of expectations they think these are created they should not have such they should be above all this and what not i think yeah. yeah the real world is not like that and i think there's nothing wrong with that also yeah that, that that that's completely true and i feel you know this is like you know the from the covid pandemic hit and all how was uh, your life changed like do you do you like staying in home like yeah, how is uh, it personally speaking i think this has been the best period of my life throughout Uh, i think i know that this has been a very tough for many people 
and i really feel um, bad for people who have actually lost their jobs and i think i've seen my friends also i've seen people in my circle also suffer because of this my family members also but uh, i have to admit that personally i think it has been a very good time because i was able to focus on a lot of different things the kind of progress that i have made in past 3 mm-hmm. months or 4 months that has been uh, the best in my life i am doing a lot of professional i'm taking i'm taking many professional projects also luckily i'm in a field where it does not get affected by the uh, lockdown everything because it's an online work and all that stuff so luckily that has worked in my favor but i really feel bad and uh, uh for people who to whom it has happened and i really if if given a choice that if this had not happened then i would have wished that uh, it had not happened because many people have suffered because of it but personally it has been great and i'm staying at my home i don't like going out much so it has given me an excuse to just stay stay at my home i have a very Same good here. schedule going these days so i'm enjoying it because uh, when you have to go to office and there are so many things that come around it like you have to go to office to get ready and commuting and what not while well, at home i have a very fixed schedule i can do this i can do that i can fit in a lot more things by saving that time of commuting and all mm. and i have been able to focus on different things so luckily for me but yeah it's not uh, perfect for many people and i really feel that it yeah. hasn't happened and and uh, do you know what i feel is for you it didn't affect that much because you know you you are able to transform your uh, passion and you know the profession into writing freelancing mm-hmm, 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 so mm-hmm. i feel that right now this is a time where we don't know what may hit later and uh, mm-hmm, everyone mm-hmm. should de- should uh, should develop themselves like every individual should be a brand in themselves yes, like yes. when when i searched your name i got your whole blog po- blog post i was able to understand like you created your own personal brand and mm-hmm. i feel let's talk about personal branding like uh, how can we do it like a individual who is studying a college student how can the person uh, you know let's talk about writing first because we both are interested into it when it comes to personal branding i think i'm not an expert of course there are many people who would be better at it than me mm-hmm. but one thing that is the most important part for personal branding is how true you are to yourself uh when you try to project a false image then it won't work on your favor see every person have uh, has his own flaws and has his own qualities and what when you become authentic online on your social media or whatever you project that kind of image people uh, relate more to it for example uh, this this uh, motivational guy uh, tony robbins is like the biggest out there yeah, yeah. if if i admire him if i has put in content like him then people might not relate to it because he's like uh, what is he doing he's doing putting the same kind of content that tony robbins does but when i put in a different kind of content that relates more to my personality that relates more to uh, the kind of person i am for example i love football i follow a lot of football clubs and all that when i put that kind of content online through my work or whatever i'm kind of projecting my own personality and when you show your true self to the uh, to social media on or or any work you put out there you actually uh, help people relate more to you and that is the biggest factor of personal branding uh, whenever uh, i think i have a lot of work to do in it but whenever you search for a very famous people and famous person if you search uh, all of their uh, profiles you'll see that they will be in uh, alignment with each other so Uh, if he's saying one thing on it he'll be putting the same kind of content on other platforms also also his content will be very unique to him all to that very person if you read his blog if you read his post you'll realize okay this is the kind of stuff that this person talks about this is this person so when you build that kind of connect that is the biggest success of your personal branding 
also uh, you need to put in a lot of content uh, on different platforms to actually grow so if you are into uh, twitter then you should also use the if you are big on twitter you should use that content and repurpose it for instagram if you are big on instagram maybe you can use that content repurpose it on linkedin or facebook or whatever so yeah that's that's how yeah. i look at it wow and how does a person can turn writing because i personally feel so many people love writing because you know not everyone will come before mm-hmm, the camera mm-hmm. and talk and the way to express emotion right, sometimes right, come in right. writing and writing can also be in text like even mm-hmm, though mm-hmm. we send paragraphs to our friends and all that's also writing you're expressing it in the purest form and how can a person change their writing into a profession yeah yeah i think uh, writing is the most important skill i think you use it as you said in texting also if you are in college you'll if you are in college or in office you'll using for yeah. emails and what not uh, to do it professionally i think uh, uh, you should have a, a foundation habit of writing a lot if you can do that there are so many platforms that where you can start like medium i think uh, i also used to do a lot of personal coaching also for uh, writing so what i used to tell most of the people was you should have a habit where you write every day when you write every day you produce a lot of content and there are so many platforms where you can do that so you can start by uh, linkedin it has its own blog section also you can start by medium it is like the most uh, famous uh, yeah. blogging platform right now these are free, free platforms you can just sign there and you can start producing content when you do that for a, maybe for some time you have a good portfolio of uh, content that you have written then you can actually start approaching different people maybe brands or through linkedin also uh, or maybe companies through nokri.com or whatever and you can show them okay i am a writer I, this is my portfolio you can share them your medium links your linkedin links or whatever and then you can ask them if they are interested in to hiring a writer that's how you can actually make a jump from writing for yourself to maybe writing for someone oh. i think it's quite easy the only thing is you just need to write consistently and you need to be uh, the biggest problem is uh, there are so many platforms to become a writer the problem comes that are you able to sit down in front of a laptop in in front of screen and write for long period of time as a writer your most of your time will be spent just at one place for example if you are into any other art form you'll be doing different kind of things for writing you just need to sit at one place so you need to have that focus that uh, that i think that kind of focus and that ability to be uh, to sit in a boring kind of place because it's mm. very boring you just sit and you just type mm. few buttons on the laptop if you can do that rest of it is cake pop for you i think this is the biggest part if you can just sit down every day and you can write for one hour for half an hour it's very easy for you to do rest of it because rest are simple strategies you can apply to different places based on your experience and all that you can start writing for free platforms the problem will only be if you can sit down at a place and write i think if you can do that you are all you can already you can do whatever wow. you can how, approach bigger clients yeah how many after how many days of consistent writing you got into you know profession or start getting paid so i started writing uh, for my blog in 2016 i guess 2016 and i think and uh, uh i did a job in copy editing which is related to content but not exactly writing it mm. was bit, after that i got a job for a in a startup uh, where i worked as a writer mm. and there i showed the writing samples that i had so it mm. took me a year or two i guess oh. but i think people can do that in much shorter time because i was not consistent at all i had a full time job and everything 
if you can write consistently for even half an hour every day if you can do that in 3 4 months you can start pitching into uh, clients because there are many companies who are actually looking for uh, freelance writers ghost writers and uh, uh, people don't understand that uh, writing is needed in almost every field for example due to this digitization and everything most of the businesses they are shifting to online models right mm. if you have a, a clothes seller in your locality he might also be looking to uh, venture into online into e-commerce and everything so that for that he will need to create a website for himself he'll need to create a lot of content for that website blogs website copy social media also you need to get active for all of those roles uh, you need a writer who, who can actually write a website copy who can actually write blogs for you and if you can uh, do that i think you have a skill that is actually in well in demand so there is a lot of scope for writers there is a lot of need for writers wow man yeah so just how you make use of it yeah i guess this is this can be really useful because you know it can be like a side hustle you can do yes yes people yeah. earn a lot of money from side hustles and then it can actually start earning you more than your uh, job also so yeah you people can start doing that there are many many platforms so if you just do a simple google search okay freelance writing platforms anything like that you'll get maybe hundreds of platforms where you can try so that's not the problem the problem is you should be able to sit down and write if you can do that there are so many ways wow man and you know i want to you know end this conversation by asking this question like uh, how are you so calm and optimistic at like even this time like because whenever i ask you like when we were talking since you give a lot of self belief content which is genuine and real i feel mm-hmm. for me personally i feel it's real when you deal like when you have some self doubt or hatred issues how do you deal with that uh everyone has uh, bouts of self doubt where they question themselves if i'm doing it right i personally have a lot of these self doubts i every day i question myself but i think that is the most important part if you're not questioning yourself every day if you're not trying to be better then uh, what's the point also uh, the calmness it comes as a result of when you lay the foundations right what i mean by laying the foundations right is that you okay uh, what happens is we make a lot of promises to ourselves right Mm. and at the end of the day we don't keep those promises i'll, I'll give an example you want to uh, lose weight and you want to start running every day you make yourself a promise i'll wake up at 6 am and i'll go for a jog every day for 5 days right mm. and i'll do that but when the morning comes you are actually you snoozing that button when you actually snooze that button you are subconsciously you are putting your mind in the belief that you're not capable of doing this it actually pulls you down so it might seem like a very harmless kind of activity i'm just snoozing it i might go tomorrow but when you don't do the thing that you promised yourself it actually affects a lot of your self confidence most of the people who have a lot of self belief who actually go on to do big things the simple thing that they do is they keep the promises they make to themselves this is the kind of quote i have also written once that uh, you need to keep the promises you make to yourself so when you make a promise to yourself that i will wake up at 6 am and when you actually keep that promise you'll realize how subconsciously you will start to value yourself more that yes i am capable of doing this i mm. keep kept that promise to myself and that helps uh, build that self confidence self worth you become more assertive and you kind of start liking yourself more the foundation of self love is this only you need to uh, be so uh, it is very important that uh, you be aware of what kind of promises you are making yourself if you are if you think that you won't be able to wake up at 6 am 
just screw it. No need to do it. You just may say to yourself, okay, maybe seven is more achievable for me. So I'll maybe start with seven. So maybe, and when you are actually able to wake up at seven, you actually help it. You are conditioning your mind that you are capable of doing this. And when you do that over a long period of time, you do the foundations, you do the simple things that you have to do one hour of work. And when you actually do that one hour of work, you build that kind of self-confidence and belief and you actually become more optimistic also. But don't you think it will make a person stay in their comfort zone most of the time? But it is better to start small than to uh, actually not start at all. I think this is the big thing in yeah. James Clear's book, Atomic Habits also. he's What he says in the book is, uh, if you want to go to gym every day, don't uh, start with it. You just wake up and tie your shoes. You make yourself, okay, I'll at least do this. When you do that, you'll actually uh, feel more uh, pushed to do the next step. Okay, if I had done the shoes also, why not I? Why don't I go to the gym only? When you do that for a long time, you actually start pushing yourself automatically. You'll see, I've come to the gym. Why don't I just push, do two or three push-ups? What's the point of coming here? So that's how it builds. So you need to start small, but do it consistently and builds. It's it's not the comfort zone. It will automatically get pushed when you do that over a long period of time. Wow, dude. Got it. And I want to thank you for coming in this podcast, man. It was really yeah, great having, having talking with you. You're so humble and thank warm. You. Thank you so much, man. I really, really enjoyed it. This was my first ever podcast and I was actually very cautious if I would, uh, how would it go? But it actually went very well. I had a lot of fun. So all thanks to you. All thanks to your great uh, communication skills that you actually conducted in a very right way. So uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, man, it's always mutual and I feel that, you know, we both uh, vibe very well. That is the reason it came out to be really good. And I mm. personally recommend everyone I know and even the listeners to go check out your Instagram page, Via Speaks and your website because you keep such an amazing content, man. People should thank guarantee you, check out. And thank you. Thank you, Anirudh. Yeah. And if anyone wants to come and talk in the podcast, you can DM me in my Instagram handle, Talk of Thought. Thanks for listening.